At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hello and welcome to The Meat Improv with me, Josh Simpson. And me, Jake Jabour. The Meat is the improv and storytelling podcast where we bring on guests to tell true, meaty stories from their lives. And then what do we do, Jake? Well, we use those stories as inspiration for long-form, improvised, comedic scenes. That's right. Stories and improv. That's what you signed up for. Uh, If you like the show or if you want to know more about (laughs) improv and how we do it, Jake and I do a side episode every week called The Potatoes on our Patreon, uh, where Jake and I do a little two-person improv set, and then we talk about stuff we've been teaching or thinking about. That's at patreon.com slash to meet improv. And that's all the business that we've got today. Aside from the Honda commercial you probably listened to before this. <laughs> um, Jake and I didn't produce that. Nothing to do with that. I don't know what that's about. Um, uh, but let's get to the show. Uh, uh, we're just going to jump right in as we always do and introduce our guests. None of the preamble, right, Jake? This is the that's preamble right. and it's over. Uh, today's guests uh, from the UCB Herald team, Ghost, uh, re- both returning guests, uh, Curtis Rutherford. So, Say hello, Curtis, so they get your... Hello, hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> uh, and Ruha Taslimi. Hello. Hello. Hello, hello. Yes. Hello, hello. Yeah, welcome. Thank you. Um, Both for being here. Well, Jake, what do you... What do you I've been going to Jake lately for a, a topic of conversation, he, uh, a little nugget to get us started. Mm-hmm. So we talk about COVID each and every week. Mm-hmm. Um, Jake, lay it on us. Well, I was thinking um, I've been eating like a lot of spinach, uh, just eating lots of it. (laughs) Exactly. Um, And and I feel like uh, this is where the, the, the root of this question sort of came to me. But I was like, oh, I never thought I would be somebody who's just like going to the grocery store, going to buy all my spinach. Like uh, <laughs> even though Popeye was uh, reinforced and and then people are often like, oh, I never really like that food, but I really enjoy it now. And then uh, there was. And then I was like thinking about it with other stuff of like, oh, I didn't like that movie. And then I watched it later and I enjoyed it like as I got older. And I was like, but there are still some things that I've written off that I haven't returned to. Uh, and I'm wondering like how much of my taste has changed. The, specifically, 
Somebody brought up the movie Anger Management, that like Adam Sandler, uh, Jack Nicholson movie. And I remember hearing about that movie on like uh, morning radio before it came out. Like they were like, Adam Sandler and Jack Nicholson are going to be in a movie. And apparently the script was so good. They both took pay cuts or whatever. Like this was before that you could find out on the Internet. And I went and saw it and was like, this is hot trash. Um and I haven't seen it since. And it's been like 20 years or whatever. And I was like, is there any way that mo- I would like that movie now? Like, mm-hmm. uh, like what, it, what is something? So I was trying to think of things that I've written off as being like, that was bad. I don't like it. But then also keeping in mind, like, well, I like spinach now. I like Blade Runner. Like, uh, and I realized <laughs> those are maybe arguably better than anger management. Uh, but I was wondering, like, I, I so firmly trust that 15 year old version of myself, but that version of myself has been wrong kind of almost consistently. <laughs> uh, so it was, it, it's kind of a broader question, but maybe even starting with just like, is there something that you were like, this is bad, it's bad. And then you got older and were like, oh, and maybe it's more fun to think about it in terms of like lowbrow stuff. Like, I think we all like, it's like, yeah, I came to appreciate like I know Josh has uh, had his Criterion Collection uh, <laughs> subscription. So he's been able to dive deep into more. I don't What would you call those films? Fancy ass pretentious stuff. <laughs> yeah, th- that's right up my alley. Uh, but, okay. but now I I feel like I've loosened up as uh as I've aged where I can appreciate where when I was younger, I was like, Oh, this is not art. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I had much higher standards for music and all of my art, all of its forms. Um, But then on the other hand of things, I also don't trust my younger self's taste because of how badly things age. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, going back and watching things that I've loved and cringing is a more consistent um, thing that I've noticed rather than (laughs) rewatching things that I didn't (laughs) like that I now I'm like, Oh, this is okay. This is entertaining. Mm -hmm. Okay. I also do better when things are like old, there's even if they were like cheesy or something, there's something about it that I'm like, well, now this is like a period piece. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, <laughs> like when I watched the OC, I never watched it. I was like, that's so just trashy teen drama, whatever. And when I watched it, I was like, oh, but it's such a specific time. I really enjoy this period piece, the OC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which apparently is kind of what happened with The Great Gatsby. Like when it came out, people were like, we don't, it's it's still 1929. We don't want to hear about these, mm-hmm. you know, all these people. And then now we read it and it's like, oh, the 20s. Yes. <laughs> yes. This It feels of that time. Mm-hmm. But then anybody reading it then was like, no, this is too soon, too close. Not right. interested in this alcoholic guy. Yeah, exactly. They'll see in the Great Gatsby or same. Yeah, like, <laughs> maybe uh-huh. though. <laughs> I bet you in the Great Gatsby time. Uh, yeah, I mean it sort of makes sense to me. I think that might. I I could see that how that would apply to like stuff that maybe when I was a kid I was like trying to be like like not better than but like oh i don't want i don't listen to mm-hmm. 
<laughs> like maybe I do remember that. I don't think I was on. I don't know what side of this I was on. I think there was a point of time where I didn't like Diddy. <laughs> and now sure. I think of a Diddy song came on. I'd be like, OK, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Any decision where it was like, I'm going to define who I am by not liking this thing. Yeah. has Rarely aged well as a decision. <laughs> and I think like we mentioned, like it's those are the ones that are easier to let go as you get older. And you're like, I don't need to define myself as guy who hates Diddy anymore. Like, <laughs> yeah. Who cares who that is? <laughs> yeah. And I don't for think- sure I used to take myself way more seriously. Like, or, you know, there's okay. that thing when you're growing up where you're just like, I need to be cool. <laughs> and, uh, and I don't feel that way at all, obviously. I like, <laughs> embrace vulnerability and just uniqueness and just being who I am. And I don't, I don't care if it's fun. It's fun. <laughs> if it's, if it's high heart, I high art, I still like really appreciate that. I'm drawn to stuff like that, but mm-hmm. yeah. 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 I think there's a bit of a void where, I mean, like there's people I feel like have responded well to like uh, Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar and mm-hmm. like uh, even like the Adam Sandler special that came out a couple years ago. I feel like people kind of like liked that stuff just because it was kind of a return to silly weird. <laughs> I think there is a little bit of just specifically to what you're t- speaking of there, Jake, there might be a little bit of a. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, what was once kind of like, oh, another one of these. Now we're like, hey, something dumb. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We stopped doing it. So now it's cool. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Also, especially you- with. Oh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, especially with comedies, I feel like 2000s, 2010s, every comedy was like classic three act structure Mm -hmm. it's like the the protagonist is gonna you know they're gonna have this big learning moment it's just very much like rom-com skewed a little a little bit which now when you rewatch them they're like like i don't know if like we we rewatched 40 year old virgin like maybe a couple years ago and it was like oh some of this is really good and then a lot of, especially comedies in the 2000s, were like, oh, and by the way, this whole scene is about about how you're gay. Yeah. And you were so, and it's like, wait, what is this scene in the middle? Or like Bad yeah. Boys 2. That's a weird jump, but like, same thing. It'll be like, oh, this is an awesome action scene. Now it's just a scene about how much we hate gay people. It's like, what, what was that switch there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, that's like Friends too. It's like yeah. so, so, so much of the, com- some of it is still relatable and funny. And then a good amount is cringy about gender, sexuality race like you're just like okay cool um and uh i guess it's good that i see it now <laughs> yeah yeah we were all like, i think it is more back then so yeah. Yeah, it sticks out more now than it used to i think i always was like uh but now it's like oh no ouch 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 painful <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um jake are you gonna watch anger management are you like Gonna I mean, because <laughs> I definitely try things again. If we, I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm pretty sure I don't like this, but you know what? To be honest, I haven't tried it in years. I'll try it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I I would love it. I I would. I mean, either way, I'll be probably satisfied with the experience. But I really, it's very gratifying to me when I like am so wrong about something I thought. I knew when it comes to my taste, uh, sometimes it can be very humbling and humiliating. Uh, but I, I, I definitely like that moment of like, 
because it just it, it's a little hokey, but it like reminds me that like, oh, my uh, like how I think about things is malleable and pliable and to be mm-hmm. like, and it's probably not going to happen with anger management. Like, I think they like electrocute a cat's balls or something in that movie. Like, that's what I remember. Uh, I can't imagine myself coming around and being like, actually, pretty great. Uh, but I remember loving little Nikki and now knowing that, like, I don't, I bet I couldn't make it through little Nikki. Uh, so I'm going to watch anger management and ho- hopefully go like wow i really missed i i missed all i missed what this was about they mm-hmm. it, they were right to take a pay cut uh <laughs> there's the so writing. much subtle nuance it's amazing the, who, the trajectory they go through who made him take a pay cut that seems like a lie that was told to sell the movie like like this is a passion project <laughs> jake i just want to say on the spinach part that's just you getting smarter <laughs> against uh, against all odds You're, like against I, all odds you got smarter <laughs> <laughs> same with me it's like i don't smoke anymore and i eat yeah. more spinach it's just like well i guess i'm trying not to die uh, <laughs> I love spinach. I got hella into spinach. <coughs> oh, hell yeah. It's just so easy and nutritious and good for everything. A salad, a sandwich, toss it in your curry, your soup. Yeah. Always and I feel well. great afterwards. I feel it's like so stupid how good I feel. But I'm like, God, I got energy for the rest of the day. And it's like, well, you had a salad instead of like waffle fries smashed between chicken or whatever. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> and like those are like literal taste bud tastes so it's not even just like oh somehow mentally i've evolved like there's also that aspect that does change over time like i don't like papaya i've never liked papaya i think it tastes like feet people have been like oh have you had it with chili and lime anything with chili and lime would taste good if you put that on a foot it would taste good <laughs> um but i've had people who are like well you haven't had the right papaya and i'm like okay if you vouch for a papaya i will taste a bite of it and then if i still don't like it and i still think it tastes like feet and vomit combined then (laughs) but but i will try because you know yeah someone vouch for the for that fruit being high level right Mm -hmm. i like the people who are gonna like vouch like this papaya this is my guy you have to try (laughs) this i'm vouching for this papaya right here me and this papaya (laughs) <laughs> well, I, I, I like a voucher. I'm a big fruit head. I know that sure. there's a wide range of like quality of all fruits. I'm like, oh, this is a banger. This plum is yeah. a banger. <laughs> this plum is okay. This plum is edible, but it's okay. But this plum is, it'll knock your socks off. <laughs> Ruha, I believe you vouched for uh, mushrooms to me uh, a few years ago. Like he gave me a real kind of like, a mushroom sort of like you got to try these and these and i was like all right okay of a take okay uh i have a question because i vouch for so many kinds of mushrooms for, <laughs> for <laughs> not them, like eating them edible like just eating uh, or tasty yes or, mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah 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 <laughs> yeah it did sound like you were describing like okay you know if you're gonna do your first trip this is yeah. what you need but just with vegetables yeah no just with a softy who was like uh what one goes on a what what outside of a mushroom on a pizza could i eat uh and ruha was kind enough to like whole like kid gloves me of like you can start with this and i was like okay 
okay. Uh, call me if you panic. Uh, <laughs> don't eat them alone. Um, same advice. Just yeah. Same, it was exactly the same advice, but we were just talking about shiitake mushrooms. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I'm really excited to be in the movie. The movie is called uh, uh, Turd Brain and the Turd Fest. Um, it was something I was uh, very just, I, I read the script and it meant something to me. I decided, you know, normally uh, my last movie, which was an instant criterion classic, mm-hmm. uh, I made about 20 million on. This one I decided I will... I will go there for sandwiches. I will make this movie just for any sandwiches that Crafty has for me because the script was flawless. Like, (laughs) Turd Brain does things in this movie that I didn't think I'd get to do as an actor. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is Turd Brain... Now, I... The writer of this is a... um, uh, doesn't have much of a background in the movies, uh, right? This is a writer who... No, he's um, mostly written memes, uh, mm-hmm. some like angry tweets, a lot of like uh, replies to Elon Musk tweets. I'm mm. like, yo, dude. And he got a lot of heat from that, a lot of like good heat from that. And then they spun good that heat. forth into into this movie about a man whose brain is a turd. Now, a lot of people thought, uh, Daniel Day, that you had retired uh, after the last movie, Phantom Third, which did did make the criterion uh, instantly. Instant. Uh, um, you know, you're a reclusive guy. You are known. I mean, when you did Lincoln, you really sank into the role. And I mean, what was it about a guy with a turd for a brain uh, that grabbed your attention? <laughs> And I don't know. I, I mean, I, I heard you were offered the role of, uh, uh, <laughs> you were offered, what, what was that hero's name? <laughs> you were offered the role of, uh, I was going to say Lincoln, but Lincoln too, right? They I was wanted offered the Lincoln role Lincoln. of Lincoln too. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, there was, first off, there was going to be a, a, a Johnson movie, an Andrew Johnson movie. Uh, there was also going to be, of, of course, Lincoln too, um, which was mostly going to be me in a deathly repose as people came around me and uh, wept and a lot of flashbacks, mostly mm-hmm. flashbacks in Lincoln too. But I decided to forego those because I needed a challenge. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing more challenging than a comedy about a man whose brain is fecal matter. Shall we watch a clip? Sure, absolutely. I think this is a clip from about the first uh, 30 seconds of the movie where the your turd brain falls out of your ear and you accidentally kick it down the sidewalk. And uh, Well, I'll show the clip, but I... Sure. This, <laughs> Oh no, oh no, my ears. Oh, there's poop coming out of my ears. My, oh, that's my brain. I'm thinking less now. Oh no. Oops, no. I just kicked it into the sewer. I work at the sewer. Did I mention that? I work at the sewer, and the sewer pipe went into my head and made my brain. And now my brain's in the sewer and poops in my head. Mm, mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> well, 
I mean, there's a lot going on there. Um, uh, as the now, there's a lot of exposition. You say a lot of what's happening out loud. As an actor, was that a challenge, or was that something that you embraced? Or absolutely, in most in most of my movies, um, a lot of the exposition, the setting comes from the director. It comes from the camera, right? And there will be blood. You see the 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 scene. You see where I am. You see who I am as a character developed by uh, camera placement, by by such mm. things, by by the music. But in this, I got to take control by loudly and shrilly saying, this is who I am. This is where I come from. And in most of the movie, this is what I'm doing. Because not only was I excited about it as a movie, but this is a joint movie slash audiobook. And so as a requirement for that, I had to constantly and loudly explain what I was doing at all times mm-hmm. so that it would work. For the audiobook. audiobook yeah. That's new that's new to do that simultaneous uh usually those are two different projects shall we bring in the writer um absolutely um did it, did yeah, i hear you're all ready for me yeah I hear you all ready <laughs> come on in i only have your handle uh chode chode <laughs> chode 68 at chode 68 <laughs> on all platforms <laughs> follow me on tiktok so what's up I will. I we will follow you on TikTok, Chode. Thanks. Um, Thanks. <laughs> Chode, wh- how did you? Um, f- wh- where did this come from, Turd Brain? Was it? Is it a? Are you making a <laughs> statement about um, society at all, or uh, wh- nah. what was the impetus for this idea? Nah, nah, no nah statement, no nah statement. Um, you know, people reach out to me with uh, the buckaroos uh, after seeing some the of buckaroos. my stuff go viral. And they were like, hey, you know, what's up at Chode 68? You want to, we'll pay you to make a movie. And I was like, yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm going to be honest. I wrote this for uh, as a Justin Bieber vehicle, but they didn't let me have them. Uh, uh-huh. You know, so, that was a big yeah. point of contention. You've kind of, I've noticed in a couple other interviews, you've talked a lot of, you didn't care for Daniel Day's performance. I don't get it. I don't know who this guy is. <laughs> Everybody pushed for him. I don't know who he is. And I felt that's, like. Showed 68. I think that's fine because I don't know who I am. That's what I do as an actor is I find oh. not who I am. Okay. He's so annoying. He's still talking in an American accent. We finished filming last year. <laughs> I'm in preparation for Lincoln 3. We're oh. skipping Lincoln 2, which we didn't end up making, and going to Lincoln 3, where I, really, I play Kennedy's I really secretary, Lincoln. I really oh. push for you to play Lincoln 2, though. Like number two? <sighs> yeah, like the poop. <laughs> oh, um, that was a good one, uh, dude. You want to collab? Oh, I couldn't. I'm more of an interviewer. I don't actually make it or write the films. I okay. Well, I mean, Josh, we're getting a caller. Uh, yes. Call? Yes, I was about to open it up to that. Um, hi, caller. You're on the air with uh, Chode sixty eight and Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> yes. Uh, I uh, this uh, story from Chode sixty eight was. Taken from my life, uh, I have turns for brains, uh, and uh, oh. I was. 
Was that a guffaw from the host? I don't know what the question is. Um, but this happens this with is all copyrighted material. Uh, Did you mail it to yourself? In a- <laughs> I'm constantly tweeting out about how I have turds for brains, and this idea was taken from me. And I would have, and I, I tried to do something about it, but I kicked my brains down the street into a sewer. <clears throat> okay, it's just a coincidence. It's a coincidence. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know. I mean. Uh, how would I know that this turd for brains person kicked his turd brain down the sewer? Like I, when I wrote that, I bet that hadn't even happened. Um, you know, sir, like there's movies written about real people all the time. So I guess just feel flattered. Feel flattered. <laughs> this guy went on to have a, in the movie, he became Senator and also uh, wrote his own book. Do you have any idea what kind of pressure that puts on me? I have turds for brains. Sir, this isn't about you. This isn't. I, I, I'm so you screen these phone calls, Paul? I mean, what the heck? Sorry about that. Sorry. <laughs> I, we're supposed to have, we have Daniel Day-Lewis here. It's a Sorry. huge get. Thank you. Uh, Who is he? All right, let's get to the meat part of the podcast, where a guest shares a true meaty story from their life. Um, Curtis, you're up. What would you like to talk about? Um, so what I was thinking is I would like to talk about just kind of like this, uh, I guess, like week and a half when I was in college. Uh, this is going to it's just a lot happened during this one week and a half. Um, when I was in college, I did a lot of odd jobs, especially during the summer and that sort of thing. And. Uh, I was in Olympia, Washington. I went to this uh, hippie college called the Evergreen State College. And oh. one of the jobs that I that I did was at this uh, fair that they had every year called Lake Fair, which is I worked at the carnival. And so I, mostly this story is just going to be kind of an explanation of what a week and a half working at the carnival is because, um, well, so to start, get the job. The, the first thing they do is like, okay, what do you want to do? And then whatever you say, they just assign you randomly to something. So it's like, they kind of look at you. And if they think like you can deal with people, they'll put you in one of the booths where they'll like explain like, okay, this is how you solve. Like one of the things was you drop five little uh, steel circles and you have to like cover a larger circle by dropping these steel circles. And it's like, okay, you're going to walk, work the steel circle booth. We're going to show you the trick to that. And then you're going to work that. Uh, a, f- a friend of mine was working like the crossbow booth. And then there's also a little like shotgun booth where you shoot the, the balloons, that sort of thing. Those are basically like sales positions, if that makes sense, because what you're mostly doing is standing in the booth and like, hey, do you want to do this? Hey, you can get this. You can get a goldfish. You can get this. Mm -hmm. And it's like that. Um, I don't really like talking to random people (laughs) and trying to convince them to waste their money on things. So I was put into one of the rides and I had the, you know, like the tilt-a-whirl type ride um, where it like goes, it's like basically you sit in a little swing and then it like uh, 
twists around, right? And all the swings kind of like bow out as it, as it twirls. Yes. Right? I'm sure you've seen it. It's in every single carnival. And so they were like, okay, you go work for this. You take this handbook, read it. Uh, that'll have everything. Um, and the handbook, I have it with me because I've kept it because it's amazing. It was a thing that they had like printed on a dot matrix printer. And it is just like full of typos. None of it makes sense. One Here's one page, which is safety. Safety is an attitude. Then there's several spaces and then three exclamation points. And we want you to get the safety attitude. This is all caps, by the way. You have this attitude when you think safe, feel safe, look safe, are safe. Um, Did this person have to fill a certain amount of pages? <laughs> I think so, because it's like 16 pages. And mostly it's about like the customer will get hurt. If the customer, like if anything happens, do not walk away from the ride because you will not be able to disable the machine in time. And then there's things like 63% of all accidents are caused by the customers themselves. And so basically your job is to keep them from hurting themselves. That's mm-hmm. what I Anyway, so my job at this was um, when uh, I would help people get into the little seats, right, the little swings, and what they told me to say was um, if I thought any the, – the, the posted weight limit was, I think, 300 pounds or 250 pounds. And so what they said was, if anyone is over that, you have to say, uh, I'm sorry, sir or madam, but our posted limit is whatever. Are you comfortable with that? Which they could have easily just put that on a sign or something like that. Instead, like... Instead, you of, had to weight shame individual. That's exactly it, which I never did once. And if <laughs> there was only one person who got on who was like, uh, this. I then, with the second part of my job, I would then clip them in, right? So it was like, there's a little buckle that went in between your legs and clipped onto a bar. And then that was like helping them. One person was a little too large for that. And I just said nothing and they figured it out and then left. That was it. But instead it was like the other person working with me would constantly like, you know, you have to watch out this person coming up and you're probably gonna have to say it to them. Oh. I was like, I'm not going to say anything to oh. anybody who's coming in. So I would buckle people in. A sign. A sign. That's all they need. (laughs) Just a sign. And also like, yeah, it was just kind of like they're these these swings were the size of like the kitty swings in Uh a playground. So it's like this is whatever. Anyway, buckle people in. Uh, An alarm would go off before the the ride would start. And then I would tell everybody like lift on the bar, lift on the bar because we were saying if the buckle would pop off because if that would happen, you know, you'd probably fly off the thing. So I would just do that like day in, day out. Bell would go off me and I'd run around. Okay, everybody pull up the thing, pull up, pull up your bars, pull up your bars, pull up your bars. Uh, And some people would like barely do it. So I'd have to pull it up and the buckle would pop off if they buckled it themselves because it was a seatbelt, but somehow people still can't handle seatbelts. Anyway, (laughs) several days of this, like uh, at this point, I'm like, my alarm in the morning would go off and I would just like to myself say like, Oh, pull up the bar, pull up the bar. Like I just gotten <laughs> oh, trained to like this buzz was that <laughs> like a dog, like, Pat like a dog. dog. that was exactly it. <laughs> Except for no dessert. Just <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and so uh, after a while I was like, I'd been basically eating everything at the carnival. Cause you would work like 12 hour days. Uh, all my meals were there. So I was like, you know what? this this one day for lunch i'm going to go off 
the the carnival site and I'm going to go to KFC. I'm going to get something to eat. There's a KFC across the street. I like. So you eat. left the carnival where they had all fried food and you went to KFC? Went to KFC, yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> went to a more fried food. Uh, I went to KFC. There were like some kids fighting outside. Like one guy was getting beat up and I was, like, was walking by and I was like, that's weird. That guy's really getting, you know, getting the crap beaten out of him. Uh, and then the guy was getting beaten up, ran past me to go to his car. And I was like, okay, well, at least he's, whatever he ran away. He then came back with a gun, shot one of the other guys who was fighting him. And then the guy who got shot turned around, tried to run into the KFC. His friends grabbed him and he was like, I have to go. Uh, and his friends were like, no, wait to go to the hospital. And he was like, uh, yeah. And so like pulled him out of the KFC, pulled him into the car, drove off. The guy with the gun ran off. There were like four of us standing right next to it. And we were like, what do we do now? We waited. We then had to like wait for the cops to come. We told the whole story, which was basically like, yeah, I can't really pick anybody out. It's just a bunch of kids like fighting. I don't know. One of them got shot. Uh, whole thing happens. It's like two hours of like talking to the cops. The cops are like, you don't know what type of gun it is. And it's like, no, I don't know guns. It's like, you don't know where he got shot. I don't know. Lower half of his stomach. Like, I can't. what do you want from me? I then go back to the carnival. The guy in charge, who was a real hard ass, was like, where were you? You get half an hour. And I was like, I saw a guy get shot. Leave me alone. So he was fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let me go back. <laughs> Anyways, to like wrap it up, a whole week of that. And then at the end of it is the teardown, where basically every carnival ride, kind of like a transformer, like collapses into a semi-truck essentially, right? Because mm-hmm. they all become like the the trailer that, that they use to then go from place to place. And so Teardown was great because you could essentially earn a bunch of overtime, right? You would work like 12 hours straight and then you would work another like 12 hours. Uh, we were getting paid like $7 an hour. So it's like, oh, overtime was $9 or something, but it was whatever. And the first thing they say is, okay, first off, is anybody afraid of heights? One guy like raised his hand and they were like, okay, you, you're going to climb to the top of the zipper. And they had that guy climb to the top of the zipper, which is like a tall thing. And he had to like take down each cart. Um, then they were like, okay, we, everybody first off needs to wear a safety helmet. They started handing out safety helmets. There were only enough for half of us. So they just handed out and everybody else, they went, okay, remember, watch out if you don't have a safety helmet. Oh. <laughs> and, and then they, they paired me up with like two other people. It was like a high schooler and uh, at his, uh, it was two high schoolers, a high school, uh, a brother and a sister. And the sister was like not prepared to work. She had like long fingernails. She mostly like sat there and we had to like take apart each egg beater thing, pull it off and like hoist it up onto a thing to then get pushed onto a truck. And so it was just me and this other kid slowly pulling apart this, this ride for a very long time. Uh, while his sister mostly just kind of like sat there and was like, Oh, I didn't realize it was going to be insanely tough, uh, work, which is fair. Cause they did not say, Hey, if you have long fingernails, you can't do it. Um, yeah, I realized that was, <laughs> so that was essentially like the week of that. It was um, probably the least safe job I've done. And I've done some like weird, like factory jobs where a lot of that, but yeah, that I think was the most of that. Did anyone, were there any accidents? 
No, um, not that I re- no, not 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 at all. It was fine. Um, I don't trust carnivals now, having like seen how sloppily they're like taken apart by very tired people and put together in the next spot by very tired people. And it's like you take off one of those big like egg beater carts and you realize oh, it's two bolts holding this one thing that then spins around very fast. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, uh, I need more than that. <laughs> yeah. When you say egg beater cart, do you mean like the... I mean, so it's like, it's the one that's like, it has like three <laughs> prongs and each prong kind of has a a, um, a seat on it or like a, uh-huh. a booth on it. And like the booths like spin around and they like yeah. spin as if they're going to get close to each other and hit like an egg beater, like the whisks of that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Kind of like often called the egg beater, I think. I gotcha. I can picture it now. Um, um, did you learn any like carnival game hacks like do you could you like <clears throat> are you like i know how to win these games now the only one is the circle one for some reason that's the only one i remember and my friends did the uh some of the other ones like i said the shooting ones and that and mostly the hack was like oh no it's just like very hard to do and you practice or the um the toss in the ping pong it was like mm-hmm. you have to get a little bit better at it but also you just stand in a spot where it's a lot easier to make it the shot. And then the people behind the, or on the other side of the counter, outside of the booth, they're throwing from, from farther away. And it's just harder it. to make the shot. That's it. It's just like, Oh yeah, this is way easier for me. Cause I'm right next to it. Yeah. Did that experience ruin KFC for you? Uh, nope. I probably went back to KFC the next day and then, uh, <laughs> and then got that. Cause yeah. <laughs> did you eat that day? With, um, I don't think I there? did actually. Okay. I, I'm realizing that I did because we all waited outside and just sat like, I guess we have to wait for the cops. One of the, like the KFC managers came out and was like, okay, let's just wait. We called the cops. Let's see. Um, but you would have if they were if they were letting you. Absolutely, in. absolutely. <laughs> still gotta eat. This. Still gotta eat. <laughs> um, did you get pick up any like? Were the other people that did this job? Were there like the? I don't want to say carny. I don't know why that would be like a bad word, but it's sort. But like, were there like the traveling? Yes, carnival people. So at the end, they were like, "Hey, if you want to keep going, you can like go place to place." And uh, a good friend of mine from college did like travel with them for a month and a half, and it was mostly the same. Apparently, uh, it was it was just a lot of you're just hanging out with like uh with the same people day in day out the guy that my friend hung out with just knew like a lot of uh dirty jokes and that was it he was just like this kind of like <laughs> older he was an older gay man who would just tell dirty jokes about pussy all the time <laughs> so that's all i know about that guy uh but yeah i did not because i was like i've had enough of this the guy i was working with on the ride was just an asshole to me constantly to the point where one other guy who worked for it was like, Hey, by the way, you're doing an okay job. Don't worry about him. But, yeah. <laughs> That's nice to get the validation at a job. You don't care. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> also, there's one other thing. One of the rules uh, you have to seat customers correctly. And then in parentheses, it says, for instance, don't let a big guy crush a little guy because you loaded them in wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Which feels like an Abbott and Costello routine <laughs> that like, they're worried about.
Okay, Jerry. So you're new here at the carnival. Um, mm-hmm. You can just stand right there. I'm going to take a look at you. What's what? Oh, just you could just stand right here. I'm going to I'm just giving you a look. See to figure out, you know, where, where oh. you're best suited here at the carnival. I have um, a resume. I, I worked. Uh, I worked as a like a little league manager. That's. It would really help if you could just stand there. I don't want to see your resume. I'm I'm very good at this. This is what I do. So I'm gonna okay. figure out where you belong. Okay. Um here, I, I I won't touch you if you don't want me to, but I am gonna measure your forehead to see how big your brain is. <laughs> hmm. Okay, four inches. That's not bad. Oh, it isn't? That's good. Some potential there. I, I'm a, I'm on the National Honor Society at my high school. Oh, you certainly talk a lot. Can I see how big your mouth is? Ah. Uh, uh huh. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. And uh, how do you feel about using it all the time? Using my mouth all the time? Yeah. I assume for like talking. Uh. <laughs> uh well i guess i need to know what it's for before i committed sure uh, talking talking uh okay stuff. Uh, i feel pretty good about it i see a bunch of like cool kids over there like shooting hoops and they seem like uh they're pretty uh, attractive maybe i could work in that group with all those cool kids skateboarding and shooting hoops and that's just the like park that. next door to the carnival <laughs> Do you want to work here or do you want to? I want to work here. Sorry. I thought they worked here. Sorry. (laughs) I'm just curious what uh, more for your brain info for me. What did you think they did if they worked here? Dang. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) Like uh, swirled up cotton candy, maybe, (laughs) Um, you know, manage like ax throwing or whatever your coolest game is. Okay. Uh, uh, corn dogs. Okay. So the measurement's not always right on the <laughs> head. Okay. So um, let's see those hands, shall we? Let's, Just you, if you don't okay. mind. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Great. Um, that's a pretty good span. Um, how comfortable do you feel like gripping something to save someone's life? Oh, well, I mean, I feel comfortable if that's, uh, taking action if it's going to save someone's life i i mm-hmm. i i don't know that i want to be put in that position a lot what would i be gripping okay well um you know you'd be grabbing a flying off human or uh you want me to grab a person out of air at uh, midair is there <laughs> i don't feel comfortable with that i i'm not going to be able to <laughs> scoop someone out of the sky if they're being flung somewhere okay so uh okay um great can can you spread them i just want <laughs> spread to spread what your legs what do you think <laughs> your legs <laughs> and, and, okay. and, you know i don't want to say that as one sentence because that would sound bad but you know what i'm talking okay. about okay what are you looking for here how stable you are okay maybe i could work with that group with all those dogs and playing frisbee over there Again, that's the park next door. <laughs> the 
the carnival office is right next to the park next door. It is an outdoor space here. If okay. you wanna if you wanna look at the carnival, you just gotta look the other way, buddy. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, got it, got it. Okay, we cool. see after the job interview, he goes and kind of introduces himself to the to the people to the people with all the dogs in the park. Oh hey, hey there. Hello. Hi, do you, do you have a dog in the dog park today? Are you- uh, I have a dog, but I didn't bring it to the dog park today. But I, I saw you tossing the frisbee around. I had a little time. Sure, kill, sure. So you were trying to hang out with us, or? Yeah, I, I'm waiting to hear on an interview. I, I have no idea how it went, honestly. Hold on. Um, a little less talking. Uh, what's that? <laughs> just a little less talking, if you don't mind. Uh, first thing we're going to do is measure your forehead. See how big your brain is. Why are people measuring? I could tell you it's four inches. I know because <laughs> oh. the last person. Whoa, did. Einstein over here knows his forehead <laughs> size. Yeah, okay. so can I hang out? Well, hold on. Um. Spread them. <clears throat> I it's eight inches. I can tell you that already. What? The, what are you getting at? The distance that I could get my feet apart is eight inches. <laughs> That's it. It took you a while to get over here. I thought you had to poop. That's your natural gait. <laughs> All right, definitely not going to be one of our walkers. Uh, you might be just, a good candidate for Fetcher. I just want to hang out at this park. All right, so um, it's, a, it's a pretty cool batting cage. Um, there's going to be a lot of... A lot of interest um, as spring rolls around and the weather gets nicer. We're gonna have people come into the batting cage, and it's fine. It's a it's a pretty good price. It's a dollar a token. You get twelve pitches a token. I don't. It's a pretty simple job. You know, a lot of times you just direct them to the token machine. You don't really even have to have that much interface. But we can get you can give them change or give them a different size bat or. Um, the one thing is you do have to ask everybody. Um, about their uh, uh, first start, are you a virgin? Then you, uh, then you ask about their promiscuity. Why would them being a virgin have anything to do with them batting? I don't think that. It's, uh, can, I, can I just Christ's give them the cages? It's Christ's cages. Uh, oh, right. So we don't, uh, it's sort of, you know how it is with these sure. kind of big churches. We try to. Hi, sorry to interrupt. Can I get uh can I get a token? Uh, yeah, sure, here you go. And and uh are are you virgin? Have you had sex with a person? Um I'm married, so um I am not a virgin. Okay. Ask them about uh, adult. Ask about adultery. Okay, yeah, I'm going through the list. Have you? So you're married. Have you ever had sex out of out of out of wedlock? Have you ever had sex with a different person than your significant other? Um, I've had sex with myself. I okay. That I think that does count. I think we have to give you a different bat for that one. <laughs> Not just a different bat. They'll be going to the sinner's cage. 
yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, you have to go to the sinner's cage. We give you a kind of like a wobbly bat. You go into the sinner's cage. It's a lot harder to hit the ball. <laughs> you learn how much more difficult it is to be a sinner by wobbling around the, the wobbly bat. Uh, here's your token. <laughs> Pretty good. You, can, you, you took right to that. Um. It feels what? just bad doing it. Like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> it's a oh no, oh no. <laughs> see baseballs crying. just flying. <laughs> oh god, oh god. It's, it's pretty erratic. Uh, there's only there's only twelve pitches. Uh, so I'm sorry, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that worked out for us. Um, yeah. Do you think this is a good fit for you? I mean. We, I know it's a tall yes. order for Christ's cages, but we, you know, there's a lot of different kinds of sins we can ask about. We start with the virginity because we think it's the most comfortable. Um, <laughs> it's a pretty comfortable t- topic. For me. Most people are most comfortable talking about their uh, lack of virginity or, or, or their virginity. I understand. And then we work our way down through masturbation, yeah. bestiality, cheating. Yes. Oh, here comes a hey. <laughs> oh. I'm back. I'm back. And I just want you to know I got married and had sex last night. So hey, give me the old Christ bat. <laughs> okay, so we can go ahead and jump to believe. 5A. You've, you've gotten married. Uh, you want the Christ bat, which is a big T. I want T. the Christ bat. That's <laughs> right. I want the big T. Ask him where. Um, okay, well, we'll, we'll, come here for a second, Curtis. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. What's up? This guy tries to come in and he's always kind of putting on big stories about how he's had a lot of sex or he's got Look, you don't have married. to tell me. He's got, he's got big, I'm trying to pull something over on you energy. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. So just if you don't mind, pry. Okay. Um, okay. So we're on to question 5B. Great. Have you ever <coughs> touched yourself on the pee hole? What the fuck? That's an <laughs> on the pee hole. On the pee hole. Have you touched yourself on the pee hole? Oh, pee hole. Pee hole. Uh, I mean, yeah, sometimes for sure I did. Uh, okay, but there not- you go. Yep, nope. I'm sorry. If you, what? If you ever touch, no, that's you know, if you've ever tried to, you know, hold your pee in like a person putting their thumb over a garden hose, just so you can. Squirt farther and really hit someone. I'm sorry, you gotta go. That's the question P page. five. That's question B? five. <laughs> Do you realize how big question hundred is? Curtis, uh, where are you yeah, getting this? Up. Did you bring in your own book? I brought. I feel like you're drunk. I feel like you're drunk with power. Like Look, a. <laughs> I got the job. Okay, I got the job. I'm gonna like, ask the question. This is like the Stanford prison experiments a little bit. What's <laughs> taking? so long some of us are waiting to hit some bats and pages uh, i mean well, balls i'm so okay yeah so uh you sorry you have to go to the piss cage have fun in the piss what? cage it's basically just <laughs> the normal that? batting cage except most of the balls have been pissed on not all Wait, of them no i was lying most i'm a virgin don't send me to the piss cage <laughs> too late virgin too yeah, late. Pissed up, a pissed up softball hits him in the gut <laughs> <laughs> Gross! I didn't. What, how did you coordinate that? We didn't have a piss cage. I took 
care of things. That's what I do. I take initiative. Okay. Anyway, so cage. There's a new cage, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, oh, squints. You're back. How's it going, squints? Okay. Squints should be no problem. Squints is here all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So squints. It looks like you you already normally do the normal cage. We have added a couple new questions. First off, have you ever uh, coveted your neighbor's wife? Easy no, one. No way, bud. Okay. That would be, that would be a sin. So, okay. Um, good. She's a very nice lady who I respect. Okay, great. I help her water her roses. Her name's Nancy. She's of forty-five, Uh-oh. and Uh-oh. um, and Uh-oh. her hair is curly. So that's Nancy. There was a lot of lip smacking when you were describing Nancy. A lot That's of just how I talk. Covetous <laughs> lip smacking. You're gonna have to go to the Nancy cage. Nancy's what? gonna be the one throwing balls at you. Oh, just oh, like well, it. if it isn't squints. Hi Nancy. Hi Nancy. How are the roses? They're pretty good. We're just oh. playing catch. Okay. <laughs> well, are we paying Nancy? Because we can't. <laughs> I'm paying her. I'm I'm subcontracting Nancy. Uh. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, you're actually taking to this pretty good. I I, I you, you don't have to be so hard on squints and uh, the piss cage is a little out of control, but I do like your gumption. I'm actually going to take a few swings myself if you don't mind. Whoa, 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 whoa! I know you own the place, <laughs> but let's just find out some things first off. Have you ever sniffed your own fart and said, whoa, who did that? Was that a dog? I bet that was an attractive dog. Um, no. Simple yes or no question. No. Yes, no, or I don't maybe. think so. I don't think I said exactly those words. But did you say something? Okay, so then similar to that? I wouldn't say the dog is attractive. Okay, but you say, said, oops, is that a dog? Was that a hot? Was that a hot dog? That sounds like a hot dog. Or so you said, it, was that a hot dog? You didn't say, was that an attractive dog? You said, whoa, who farted like that? Was that a hot dog? <laughs> okay, yeah, I have said, I did say that. I did say okay, that. Okay, well. You're going like to the perfume. Piss cage. What? I didn't, you're going to the. We only. We don't have any fart really. There's cages. no regular <laughs> cages no, anymore. Go, These are all piss I know. Cages. You're, that's why you have to go. We only have two cages. Nancy and That got you right in the mouth. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, Benny, I know we get to eat here for free at Popeye's because we work here, but I'm just sick of it, you know? So if you want to stay here, that's fine, but I'm going to KFC. <sighs> well, I mean, I I don't know. I'm just a pop. I'm a company man. I mean, everybody, everybody, Denny's, Denny's going to KFC. Benny. Whoa, <laughs> you're going to KFC? Yeah, I just wanted to eat something different today. Like, you know what I'm talking about, Chuck? Yeah. Sometimes I've had too many of like the fried, uh, the Popeye's fried chicken sandwich. And I feel like, what if this was a KFC chicken sandwich? Exactly, my dude. Okay, Chuck knows what I'm talking about. Also, my doctor said I need to vary my diet more. It's doctor recommended. Doctor recommended. He said my cholesterol is... Too much. He actually, when he looked at me, he didn't say too he, high. He said too much. He said too much. Okay. He said, yeah. "Yeah." He couldn't actually look me in the eyes. 
What? That's a weird doctor. Yeah, who is this doctor? He's I like mean, a family friend. I mean, we all Okay. We all work for Popeyes. You know, we're all yeah. kind of none of us are getting health care, you know. Um, but I mean, wouldn't you like I was trying to like not eat Popeyes for a while, even though I like Popeyes. Uh right. And so, for, so I started eating like apples and stuff like that. I didn't like apples. eat like KFC. Apples. Why would you eat an apple? Ugh. I don't know. Have apple pies, man. <clears throat> I know we have apple pies, but it got me thinking, what is what is an apple? And so I started eating more <laughs> of just the apples. And then <laughs> the existence of apple pies made you think, hey, maybe these yeah. things they make the pie out of come from somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. Listen, <laughs> that's like eating our fried chicken sandwich and thinking like, "What? Well, well, should I try a chicken?" Yeah, that would be ridiculous. You're already I, eating the chicken, man. I had grilled chicken. What? What? I had gr- I had grilled chicken on a salad. On a what? What? On a salad. What is I a salad? A salad. Don't make up they words. Have, I'm not. I went words. to Wendy's. Okay, I wasn't. You kind of got the ball rolling on this, but I went to Wendy's. Went to Wendy's. I went to a Wendy's. I had a date over the weekend, and she didn't want to go to Popeyes. She said she was sick of Popeyes. That we've been going to Popeyes every time. That we only hang out at Popeyes. I don't leave Popeyes. And she said, "Let's go to Wendy's and get a salad." So I went and had a salad with grilled chicken breast on it, and I pooped regular. What? what is I mean, that? irregular, but like regular, like a memory. Like, you know how you, it was like Wait, hearing a I song. Poop regular, I, I poop regular all the time. It's nonstop squirts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what I was doing. I mean, I know what it is. I know what it is. Our Popeye's employee bathroom is crazy. Hello? Hello? Is anybody, uh, are you guys open? Oh, oh shit. Okay, Damn it. Someone's trying to come here and eat uh, our Popeye's. Yeah, we're, uh, hey, we're open. Uh, hey, okay. I, uh, I work at the... KFC across the street. And we were wondering if you all wanted to do a food trade. You yes. know, like yes. <laughs> with your trash, I'd rather eat my own shit. <laughs> okay, don't listen to Benny. Benny's just we can, we'll keep a little Popeyes for Benny, but Benny can have what he has or a grilled chicken salad. Can you believe this dude? What? Yeah, he's just no. been going crazy because he hasn't been squirting poop regularly and it's all like solidified up or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. His brain. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And he went to Wendy's and like I've been to Wendy's, but I got their fried chicken sandwich or I got their chicken nuggies, you know. Pretty good fried chicken sandwich. Yeah. The spicy chicken uh, sandwich is the best, but I had a salad there. Whatever. I did anyway. it for a I did it okay. for what? I did it for sex reasons. You did it for sex reasons? What? Dude, I was what? on a date. I told you I was on a hot date. I was trying to get sex on a head. And, and did it work? And your partner didn't want squirty poop? What? <laughs> no. No. My, oh, my anything. partner would be so mad if I didn't squirt poop when I finish every yeah. time. Yeah. It was crazy. It was like... It was well, crazy. What is, Okay, well, I don't mean to take. I, over. I guess he he doesn't have to, but it, it, yeah, I was thinking uh, everybody at the KFC would love some chicken sandwiches, and, and I would love I would love some of those KFC chicken sandwiches that are the like two mini ones that come on the soft. Roll. All right, great, great, oh, good, yeah, yeah you got it. Is that what they're called? Yeah, snackers. snackers. You want some yeah. snackers? Yeah. yeah. What else? 
Um, can you just go ahead and bring over just like some of the like frozen chicken? Don't even worry about frying it. I'll fry it over here. Okay. Oh, yeah. Do you think cool, our cool, oil cool. will affect it? <laughs> yeah. Me? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I was just saying it might have different flavor. We could try both. Maybe you could bring half cooked, half. <laughs> okay. Uh, and we'll, we'll, we'll do a taste test. That would be fun. Do you realize how right, far yeah, out of yeah. bounds we are right now? I mean... <laughs> I know there's a lot of stuff going on, but this is crazy. If 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 the colonel found out about this, if Popeye found out about this, we'd be fucked. Okay. We can't be we can't be cooking each other's chicken in the, each other's oil. We can't be trading. Okay, Benny. Trade for secrets. the last time, I, I know we've been over this, but again, Popeye from the cartoon is not affiliated with Popeye's chicken. Prove it. You don't know that. Well, you can't no, prove I a do. negative. I- <laughs> You could. I do. I do. Um, Look, uh, I, I get. I can just bring you over like <laughs> some of the bread uh, that we have, some of the uncooked chicken, uh, and then that way you could fry and make your chicken sandwich here. Uh, if that makes again, it easier. Again, that is what Chuck wants. I want them pre-made. If you don't mind doing a mix, okay. You yeah. got it. Yeah. yeah, yeah you yeah. seem like a cool guy. Why don't we all hang out after this and just like barbecue or like grill some salmon or whatever? Or like what? Barbecue. You want to you want to barbecue and hang salmon? out? Barbecue. Grill some salmon? We could all have a Yo. barbecue in the in the parking lots in the back parking lot between our two restaurants. We could after How work. big is this guy's forehead? <laughs> I'm not sure. I've never measured it. <sighs> oh, dang, we have to do that at KFC. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds right. It's four uh, inches. Colonel measured. It's four inches. Yeah. Huh. Oh. Well, it's Dang. not always right. That's what I hear. Yeah, the colonel makes us five inch minimum. Oh. So there is a colonel. There's a colonel. I don't know yeah. if there's a Popeye. Yeah. No one ever said there wasn't a colonel, dude. <laughs> yeah, just like there is a Wendy. Like that's a real person. That doesn't mean. Yeah. There's a Popeye. And there might yeah. be a Popeye. It's just not the cartoon who loves spinach and olive oil. Yeah. It's too much. It's all too much. It's all too much to handle. We cut to Josh's character getting home. Oh, did you have another existential crisis at work? Another sh- another mind-bending day for Benny. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Dang. I, <laughs> God. I can't... <laughs> Listen, I I can't go eat a when I can't go eat Wendy's and have and do and do sex all night tonight. Okay, I've got a lot on my head, a lot on my mind. Uh, 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 we were supposed to get Wendy's and do sex tonight. We're always supposed to do Wendy's and do sex tonight. Listen, uh, I can't think straight. I'm I'm pooping perfect pine cones. I'm <laughs> I'm having no. I'm having no. It's all gummed up in here. I I I can't. The, my my workers are talking about going over to KFC for fun. I mean, uh, so you're gonna take it out on me? You're gonna deprive me of Wendy's and sex stuff with you, just for a night? This is unbelievable. Unbelievable. You're. It's too much at once. It's too much change. Okay. I'm not ready to change. This, this is crazy. 
I bust my ass as a doctor telling people they got too much cholesterol <laughs> and I, I, I close early. I come home from my private practice to have Wendy's and sex stuff with you. <laughs> and you just, oh, you can't do it because work was hard. My right? work is hard. Why Everybody's do you owe got it? too much cholesterol. <laughs> Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. All right, it's time to get back to the meat part of the podcast, the part where a guest shares a true meaty story from their life. Ruha, you're up. What would you like to talk about? Well, um, I'm going to stay on theme for my meat podcast guest spots uh, and talk about my band days. Awesome. Um, But this time it's even further back. It's when I was in a band. Um, So I was in this band, Holy Curtain. Um, sounds like a metal band. Mm, I uh, I would say that uh, our lead singer probably thought we were inspired by the birthday party and Arcade Fire. But the birthday party is uh, hmm. one of Nick Cave's old bands. Okay, again, these are in my snobby days. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh. But yeah, it was like, uh, it wasn't fully metal. It was more, it was fun. We weren't bad. We weren't bad. I probably have our EP somewhere. Um, uh, do you guys want to hear it? <laughs> I, I actually would like to hear it. Throw it on. <laughs> uh, I probably do have a Holy Curtain song on my iTunes. No <laughs> <laughs> I am looking. Do I? What did you do in the band? Okay, so I didn't find it. Anyway, um, uh, so I was like a percussionist and keyboard player and um, some background vocals. I replaced uh, this guy, Louie, who left the band. Um, I don't know how I got in. I I was just friends with all of them. I was friends with everyone in the band. Um, And I was like, yeah, that sounds fun. I know your songs. I'll do it. I was, I, I am a musical person. Like I have, I, (laughs) but I'm also not a musician. Um, And uh, so I never like Del, the lead singer always had to set my pedals and stuff up. Like I could never get the hang of, any of the like technical setup stuff, but I could be like, yeah, on beat, I can play these notes at this time. No problem. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But I cannot set anything up (laughs) or take it down. Um, But I did it for like a couple of years and did a bunch of shows. And uh, so we went on tour at one point with um, our other really good friends band. um, Jesus makes the shotgun sound. Mm -hmm. Um. And they are the band that I ended up 
quote unquote managing leader, even though I was not ever a manager, but we called me their manager and we all said that I was their manager. So I managed <laughs> a band. Um, I'm, I mostly, I don't know. I don't know what it is to be a manager. I mostly was like, you guys are good. And I just styled them and did photo. I just wanted to do all the fun stuff like music videos and photo shoots. That's great. <laughs> it was still like, I was still like trying to be artistically involved, but we were just called me their manager. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so we went on this like West coast tour Our the two bands. We were all friends and uh, we rented this van and, uh, and like we had a launching show at the Hollywood, uh, knitting factory. Um, and <laughs> I've been to that place. That, that was like on Hollywood Boulevard, right? <laughs> yeah. The one that's like at Hollywood Highland. Is it still there? It's like off of Highland. I don't know. I wonder if it is. I don't think, it I don't think like, it's the knitting factory anymore, but I could be wrong. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been there. I know where you're talking about. Yeah. They yeah. had like two rooms. There was like mm-hmm. the one that was like bigger bands would play and then another room. They had like a couple stages. <laughs> anyway, so we had this, we had this <clears throat> show there and we left for tour. Um, and uh, we got to Oregon. Uh, we got to Portland and like we went to the Bay Area. We went all the way up to Seattle and back and we played like a bunch of shows along the way up and down that had been booked either at like venues or little galleries or like friends had set up weird shows. We did a house party. It was really fun. Um, and in Portland, we had a show and then the next day we had the day off and they had all brought mushrooms Mm-hmm. Um, not shiitake mushrooms mm-hmm. and um, and we were like oh on our day off we're going to this place Savi Island uh, this guy Blake that was in Jesus Makes a Shotgun Sound was like oh I have the perfect spot we're going to this place Savi Island I went there last time it's great so he takes us to this spot and we're just like yeah we trust you and we're like we climb over a fence and we're like, why are we climbing over this fence? But we didn't really question it. Cause he was like, no, uh, people from Portland brought me here before, but he got it wrong. And he actually took us to like a private farmland. And we're actually very, very lucky that a number of things didn't happen to us. <laughs> um, overall it was fine. Um, but yeah, so we like go, we bring all our stuff with us for some reason we brought and, but we don't have flashlights. And this was like, this was before like your phone had a flashlight on it. Um, and we were there until it was dark. Um, one of the things that I came up with doing, we did have like a phone that could take a picture and a flash would happen, but you couldn't like hold the flash on. <laughs> so I came up with literally photographing the area with a flash to see where our stuff was. Cause it was that dark by the time we were leaving. And I was like, Oh, okay. There's a bag there. Like grab it. <laughs> like, Whoa. And we're still like tripping on mushrooms. So anyway, we take these mushrooms um and this herd of cattle we we've all like it's hit all of us and everyone's having their own journeys this herd of like i don't know at least 100 cows comes up and is slowly approaching our stuff and like you know it was just our stuff like we had some of our instruments i was like it would be really bad if they, <laughs> if they like <laughs> walked on all this stuff um and <laughs> Um, like manager (laughs) (laughs) i 
was not the manager. We didn't have a manager. <laughs> um, and I was like, oh no, what do we do? And everyone, and the dudes all like ran away. And, you know, at this point, I think, I think either way I would feel this now, but, uh, you know, I am non-binary, but at that point, like I hadn't quite figured out my gender and sexuality journey. And as far, and I did identify as female and there was something that like, I, in my shroom state of mind, I don't know, or just in my own state of mind, I was like, these are cows. Uh, they will like, we're all female. I can, <laughs> like, I am the one who needs to do this. And I, you know what? They're probably like all these dudes. No, but I can tell them <laughs> that it's okay. Um, and you know, I do have a lot of, I don't know what you call it, but witchiness, um, to me and <laughs> I feel connected and I feel like I can communicate with animals and luckily for me so far, it has proven pretty cool, but this was beyond anything I'd ever experienced. And to this day is peak and everyone's everyone, every time I tell the story, I'm like, you're not gonna believe me. You're going to just say I was high on mushrooms, but it's true. And there is a video of it. I it's on an external hard drive that my friend has that I've been like, you need to send me this video. No one believes me when I tell this story. But I'm just telling you that there is proof, and I swear this is real. So I walk up to these cows that are literally, I do have a photo of the cows, and they're literally like the front cow is literally like right next to our stuff. Like you just see hooves and then blankets and bags. And like, um, and I like approach them and all my guy friends, uh all all the people, all the other people in the band were men, and they were all like, What are you doing? Like, be careful. And I was like, It's okay, trust me. <laughs> I like slowly approach them and I like, I don't know. I picked the lead cow. I was just like, I feel like you're the lead cow. And I made eye contact with that cow. And I was like, they're with me. It's okay. Like we mean you no harm. Um, and this is our stuff. Like, can you turn around? And literally this cow starts nodding at me. Huh. And I was like, does everyone see this? Like to the guys. And they're like, yeah. And the cow starts looking at the other cows and they all start nodding. I haven't looked into what nodding cows mean. Maybe it's just a thing cows do, but it felt like the cow understood me directly, nodded at me, started looking at the other cows. This whole hundred cows all start nodding at me in sync. My friends are like, that's why they started filming. Cause they were like, what the heck is going on? Um, also we wanted to see if we were like hallucinating it and like, are we having a group hallucination or did they all really nod? They all nod at me for like 10 seconds, like an amount of time that I'm like, this is happening, turn around and walk away. And, and that's the day that I ascended. <laughs> wow. <sighs> <laughs> um but yeah after we were like oh we were on private farmland like we were so lucky like that you know yeah no one was like get off my land or like you know like that we didn't and that the cows didn't do anything more um that went particularly well i mean i didn't walk like right up to the cow but like it could have gone bad could have gone bad i could have trampeded stampeded trampled <laughs> have you have you made uh, attempts since then to uh, talk to cows? No, I haven't come across that many, but I <laughs> do. Okay. 
but I do talk to the little skunks, skunkies that come in my yard and I'm like, hi buddy, you, uh, you can go that way. And it's worked so far. Okay. So, um, and then I have Eris and Nix. I'm sure you've seen my cats. Mm-hmm. They love to talk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I did go to, um, okay. Again, I was high, but it wasn't <laughs> shrooms. It was on weed, but, <laughs> but the, I'm too, the I'm too F and high crew went to the long beach aquarium. And I think I was with Drew and Waisaki and they saw me do a weird thing <laughs> with some animals. Um, we might have video of that too. There were these, like, I want to say they were mini gators that were like swimming. They were some sort of creature like that. And, um, and I was like, I'm sending them heat and love. And they started like pausing in front of my hands and then like coming closer. And we were all like, this is happening. Right. So I guess that one too. (laughs) (laughs) Do you, uh, but do you believe that there's any does like being high or under the influence, do you think that makes a difference or no? Um, Maybe it makes me, well, like mushrooms, like are such a like spiritual energy feeling thing that I think maybe I was just more tapped into like feeling connected. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. In that sense. Yes. Mushrooms um, but, are very, but in I the- don't <laughs> think it made me like, I don't think I'm like, Oh, I was so high. I've just made this up. Like, yeah. In my head. Yeah. I feel like mushrooms make you just very much in the present. So mm-hmm. maybe you're more, maybe more open to feeling the vibes of an animal a little bit. I've definitely had that before where I've been on mushrooms and like seen my dog and like recognized. I mean, maybe it was just my dog was like, everyone's being super weird right now. <laughs> but I've had, I've definitely like taken a moment to like, calm him down when we're on mushrooms or just to like check in i also feel like <laughs> when i drank i feel like there was definitely many nights where i'd get home to my dog and just like look like be like you could talk right now right <laughs> oh my god i definitely have asked my cats that like there was like <laughs> where i was like hey you can do it i i feel like you can and if you're gonna just know that i won't freak out <laughs> um they they didn't (laughs) neither did dre um that was kind of interesting but how cool if they did (laughs) just went like hey (laughs) would we freak out would we actually freak out if it happened i would yes yes i'd be like never mind (laughs) <laughs> I would tell I would tell like four people who I really trusted. <laughs> yeah, because mostly I'd be questioning my own brain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, when you said that you were like, like, what do you say? You have some witchiness. <laughs> I feel, you know, yeah, I'm like a yeah. natural born powerful witch. Um, <laughs> I know we talked about that last time a little bit, but like. I just find it kind of interesting that you didn't have a better way to put that, <laughs> uh, seeing as it's you. Uh, but like, I just wanted to scratch at that a little bit more. Like, what? I just have. There's like, uh, I've just experienced a lot of things 
and I feel like I have certain sorts of powers. <laughs> what a funny thing to say. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, but I also don't do spells and I don't mess with stuff. Like I, but I do feel like I've had I have certain psychic things that have come up time and again. And uh, and there's just, you know, both my sibling and I at some point kind of discussed and we're like, oh, we both have these things. Yeah, I think we just have those things. Like that's that's okay. That's part of who I am. And mm-hmm. it, I have like healing uh energy. I I do believe in that sort of like energy. I just believe in energy and I believe that I'm extra tapped into whatever that energy stuff is. Witchiness. <laughs> and it's witchy. And it's witchy. <laughs> I'm Oh, so, um, so just a couple quick things about me, why I think I will be a great addition to the team. Uh, I'm a good listener. Uh, I'm always good at taking initiative. And also I have superpowers, but I've never used them once. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to want to hear more about the superpowers. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, sure. Uh, Not a lot to say. I mean, you know, I can fly, I can shoot laser beams. I haven't flown or shot in laser beams yet because that would be probably messing with some things. I wouldn't want to laser beam anybody or fly. You know, maybe you fly and somebody else falls. You know, I don't really know what the whole process would be. So I mostly just keep to not using the superpowers. Okay. So it sounds like you're convinced you have these superpowers, but you've never used them. So as far as we know, you probably don't have superpowers and that's okay. Cause you don't need superpowers for a job at McDonald's. Um, let's okay. see. I, I don't you, need to have such a great team attitude, but I do. And I do know that I have that attitude because I'm telling you, just like I'm telling you, I have superpowers. I can stop and start time. Watch this. See right there. I probably stopped time, but neither of us noticed it because time was stopped. And then I started it right after. I guess in theory, yeah, except for you also said you don't use your powers. So that would go against what you set up. So did you use your powers? Not intentionally, but, you know, sometimes you accidentally use your powers. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Well, it does say that you are a good team member. Mm -hmm. Um, You came from Popeye's. Uh, highly recommended. Um, I mean, you know, you look like a fit for McDonald's to me. Um, the superpower thing is entertaining and I'm sure your coworkers will love laughing at you about it. So (laughs) if you want to come back tomorrow, you can start. Do you have any questions for me? Why would my coworkers laugh at me? A powerful person. Why would they tempt fate like that? That seems like a mistake. Anyways, the only question I have is, I know you work at McDonald's, but have you met Popeye? (laughs) The cartoon or? No, not the cartoon. That's a cartoon. You can't meet a cartoon. Don't say dumb things. I don't want my (laughs) manager to be dumb. Okay, watch it, buddy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You haven't started yet. Um, Chuck, is it? Yes. Chuck, okay. what do you mean? Have I met Popeye? <laughs> Pretty easy question. At like the fast food convention, anything like that. You know, you see all the people. You see Wendy. Have you met? Have you seen Popeye going around? I didn't realize there was a Popeye guy, but I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Okay. Um, 
I mean, I have met Ronald McDonald, or at least, you know, some of the people who have been Ronald McDonald. Sure. Will I have to fight the Hamburglar if he shows up? <laughs> we we got to uh, this character at their first day at McDonald's. <laughs> we're in. The, we're being held up. Okay, just Chuck. Just give him the. You got this. I got this. Don't Empty worry. the registers. Come on. Okay, we don't have time. For okay. This. Okay. Hey, you wouldn't want me to uh, make you explode, would you? What the fuck are you talking about? Would you just empty the registers? Hey, I'm, what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I have latent superpowers that I've never used. Now, I could use those and explode you, well, 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 but I don't want to because they're latent. Okay. <laughs> and once I've used them, then they're extant powers. And I don't want. Use All right. a fucking I'm gonna, use them. He, he pistol whipped me. I'm gonna, yeah. Okay. Let's test these superpowers. I'm going to pistol whip your coworker again and we'll now, see. Stop me with some of your eye lasers or whatever. Use them. Use the powers. Well, it doesn't work like that. Chuck, All right. Um, use them. You I can't. Them. Hold on. No, with great power, there's one lesson we get from superheroes. With great power comes great responsibility. And I am showing restraint right here. And I wish my coworkers would show the same restraint. And Just not bang- fly them out of the building or something. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I you keep couldn't. talking about it. You keep saying how you can freeze time, how you can fly, how you have laser eyes. Use them. Hey, Superman doesn't solve every problem by being impervious to bullets. Sometimes he talks his way out of things, and that's what's going to happen here. Now, sir, you seem to be hurting. What's going on? I'm going to press the the nose of this gun on his foot and fire it. (laughs) All right? Come on, Chuck. Come on, Chuck. Chuck. Two. Hey, hey. One and a half. Okay, okay. One and a half. One and a half. I'm slowing time. (laughs) Oh, Oh, my God. No, Chuck. You're not bulletproof. (laughs) I got it. I just shot your friend in the foot. Oh, my God. Empty the register. Why are you testing it out on me? <laughs> Fire at the superhero. Because he knows if I am impervious to bullets, the bullet could bounce off me and hit him. <laughs> Why did you stop the bullet if you could stop time? You said I'm slowing down time. I was slowing down. down. You did it. It went fast. I watched the gun go up as you were saying, I'm slowing. But he said one, he said two, one and a half. That's time. Chuck, you were always asking if the the Hamburglar came in, if you had to fight him. And this is a guy robbing McDonald's. So he's basically the Hamburglar. Can you just (laughs) fight him? I'm not the Hamburglar. I'm not the Hamburglar. All right. You're wearing a little bandit mask. Why are you wearing a bandit mask? (laughs) All right. You're wearing a striped shirt. I, this is what robbers wear, and I would like the burgers. Now that you mentioned it, I didn't think of that. Give me all the, give me all the burgers. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. No. Yeah. Here you go. Here you go. Uh, do you want Wait any Wendy's burgers? We got a bunch of Wendy's burgers too. What? Yeah. Did a mix and match? Are you trying to have sex with this guy? <laughs> Shh. <laughs> what? I'm not about to have sex with. Anyone, hero or or just regular person, you know what? 
I'm gonna shoot him once more in the, in the foot. What? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Other foot. Ah. Ah. I have to say, I'm so sorry that's happening to you, but thank you for not shooting me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Maybe that was my superpower. Getting me what? shot? No, protecting <laughs> Ruha. Maybe it's a selective force field. <laughs> All right, Maybe. I got the money. I got a bag of burgers. I'm out of here. <sighs> okay, I'm going to call 911 unless you want to turn on your super healing power you're no. always talking about to get these bullets out of. No, I can't use it. I don't know if healing him will hurt somebody else. Go ahead and call 911. What? Call- Just fucking heal me. <laughs> Please. We see the ambulance drivers arrive. They're like trying to get in, but the <laughs> you've locked the doors. <laughs> Why are the doors locked? I was I'm scared. a lot of blood. I was scared, and now I can't find the key. Can you use your superpowers to find the key? Uh, or look around, Ruha. Somebody <laughs> just do a job. <laughs> Oh, by the way, my shift is up. Why? (laughs) Well, you can't get out with the door locked, so I guess you better help. He just flies out the window. (laughs) Hey, Rex. Mm -hmm. Rex, I'm sorry. The other day, the other day, Josh asked me if I could talk, and I almost said yes. I got so close to being like, yeah, my dog, of course I can talk. And instead I went, yeah, and, and like played it off into a bark. I think he's going to get me, man. You were high, dude. Come on. You must have been high on something. You probably no. what went on a long walk that day. You were feeling good or something. I am telling you, Josh looked me in the eye and said, you can talk, right? Like, I'm pretty sure there's. (sighs) Don't do it. Don't do it. My owner did that same thing. Baited me into talking. Then I talked. He flipped out. He lost his mind. He's been sitting in a bathtub full of Cheerios for three days. You filled the bathtub with Cheerios? <laughs> I did. So I I couldn't predict it either. He was just like, uh, uh, "There's no there's no place safe uh, but a box full of Cheerios. That's where the home is." And, and the whole time before it was happening, he's like, "I promise I won't freak out if you talk to me. You're my cat. I promise you, I won't freak out. I uh, please." And then I went, uh, "I went. How about them Mets?" And he, <laughs> <laughs> went nuts lost his mind just crazy wearing uh hats on his feet and you know it was unbelievable i watched him burn hundred dollar bills it was crazy and now he's in a bathtub full of cheerios don't do it don't do it it's a setup i've had to get food for us now it's, I'm running around as a cat. Yeah, pulling you're not supposed to. Into the- <laughs> Why are you in here? I should be barking at you right now. Yeah, you're talking <laughs> to more people. You've been going to supermarkets asking for. <laughs> yeah, I'm on my own, and now I'm looking for. Uh, you know, I'm looking for friends, trying to network a little bit because <laughs> now I gotta take care of this guy. We controls. Uh, it's uh, unbelievable. So don't, don't do it. I don't think Josh would 
Yeah. You much talking about talking to your owner? I guess so. Yeah. Here, I'll sniff all your butts just so no one, no, no one, no one's none the wiser. They won't think we're plotting or anything. Go ahead. What is what is this cat doing at the dog park? Hey. <laughs> just okay, take it easy. That's what I was saying. <laughs> He's looking for food. We're next to a carnival. I'm sure there's okay, food nearby. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm just giving you some healthy advice. If you want me to helpful advice, you want me to buzz off? I'll buzz off. Okay. It's Obviously, right. it's all right. You can stay, Buzz. You you flying by me. You know what I mean. <laughs> Thank right. you. Sorry, I'm a little haggard. I don't know if any of you've noticed, but I'm always here at the dog park. Yeah, I did notice. I just thought you were, I just thought you were kind of a, I don't know, an outdoor dog. Yeah, it takes you here a lot or something. No, I made the mistake. My, my owner, Charlie, he was like, you could talk to me, you could talk to me. And that was like a really long time ago. And I was like, hey, what's up, dude? Uh, And, (laughs) and you might have heard of him, Charlie Manson. He's still in prison in a cell full of Cheerios. Oh, Charles Manson? Yeah, Charles Manson. He was my owner, and I talked to him, and things went really bad after that. Whoa. You're also maybe the oldest dog I've ever (laughs) heard of. I think you're 350 (laughs) in dog years? In dog years, yeah. That's right. In dog years. I'll be 350 this April. So, wow! Yeah. Whoa, that's freaking me out a little bit. That's freaking yeah. me out. <laughs> that's freaking me out, man. Okay. I don't know if I like that, man. All I'm saying is, don't live and learn. Learn from me. Sure. Don't make my mistakes. What? So you live at the dog park now? Yeah, I live at the dog park now. And I want you all to know, before that, Charlie was a sweet angel, a really nice <laughs> owner, a good guy. Yeah, I don't think that would happen to Josh if one of us <laughs> no. one of us asked him about the day's news or something like that. I don't think oh, Josh would take it so bad. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> I don't know why I'd ever listen to a stinky cat. <laughs> All also, right. Kitty, you better be careful. This Cheerio phase leads to a lot worse stuff. Okay. I, I think I, I appreciate the advice. I'll t- I'll keep an eye on him. I got him e- eating Cheerios in the bathtub. I'm gonna go work a shift and then uh, bring home some food. Where do you work? Uh, the uh, aquarium. What? They hired a cat at an aquarium. <laughs> okay, now I now my my pet must. Be- I'm crazy. <laughs> we cut to the aquarium. The break room is just, just the cat and three three people eating cereal, eating Cheerios. <laughs> They've all lost it. <laughs> Cover our shift. I already covered your shift. I'm running around here like crazy. I got promoted to manager like that. This is unbelievable. Dumps more milk and cereal on himself. Stop hey, it. Ned, Ned the fish. Ned, yo. Hey, the cat looked at me the other day and said, You can talk, right? You're kidding. No, I think I'm going to talk. I'm going to try to talk to the security guard cat. 
Dude, don't. Don't talk to the security guard cat. You're going to get in too deep on it. The cat can't speak. They're stupid animals, dude. I think... All right. I can, oh, I got it. Everybody, when you get back on your ships, I need you to, before you let people onto the ride, you got to ask if they're virgins. <laughs> if they're... What ride? The, the ah, step cat. out of it. You're taking orders from a cat. About? What is this cat talking about? You got to wake up, okay? We're falling behind here. We let a bunch of uh, sinners into this aquarium. No. Look, you're taking orders from a cat. You're just going to have to deal with that, okay? We've got an aquarium to run. You don't think it's a picnic for me. I got to fucking take care of fishes i'd rather be eating them but no i gotta train them this has been a nightmare for you me you don't have okay? to train them that's part of our job <laughs> i guess the, the dolphins oh okay great a moment of lucidity Look, oh, cat. <laughs> Damn it. okay fish fish i know you can hear me i know you can hear me you can talk I'm not going to freak out. You see one of the fish goes, ah, swims in circles and gets some <laughs> Cheerios in a little bathtub. Goes Wait, and- the fish is <laughs> freaking out that I'm a talking cat? I thought... I thought the fish were going to talk to me. All right, executives of Cheerios, <laughs> this has been a great year for us, okay? Yeah, We've been selling more Cheerios than ever. Hey, uh, Curtis, sorry to interrupt, but I have a few yeah. questions about that commercial you just showed. <laughs> okay, go ahead, go ahead. I know it's a really good year. Are we trying to tank it with that commercial? Or No, that commercial, I think, look, the commercial is is simple, okay? It has a man staring into the camera saying, ask your dog, ask your dog. That's it. Yeah. Hey, Curtis. Okay. Yeah. You were in the middle of a presentation, then you looked over at your dog and started talking to it. Uh, what's happening? Uh, you I'm said just... we were having a good year, and then you started explaining... Oh, um, nothing. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was just, I just, I'm sorry. Yeah, I just brought my dog in, you know, so I, I was just talking to it to try to calm, you know, calm it down. Yeah. Anyways, back. This has been the best year we've ever had. Yeah, After exactly. Getting uh, away from that con- the the Manson controversy of Charles Manson <laughs> asking for more and more Cheerios in jail, we really hit our stride and we've been. Mm-hmm. Curtis? Yeah. <laughs> um, are we still planning on going for that walk on the way home? This yeah, we'll go. We'll go on time. the walk. Okay, we'll go. Okay. Well, I mean, look at the clock. You can tell time. Yeah, it's it's twelve twenty five, and that's well into lunch hour. So, <laughs> okay, Curtis, for the last fifteen well, yes. minutes, you've calmly uh had some men bring in a bathtub a bear claw bathtub you've uh <laughs> poured uh cheerios and milk into the bathtub you're now completely nude and dipping your uh yourself into the bathtub yes. i feel like i don't know if this is a i don't know if you're trying to make a point uh okay work with this curtis you could do this you could do this yes i'm making a point <laughs> cheerios 
are America. The bathtub Curtis, is consumerism. Cheerios are America is what you're going with? <laughs> Come on, man. You know, I've just been watching Mad Men nonstop with you sitting at home crying. I love Don Draper. I love Don Draper. I like the pitch. I think we do what we've been doing. We just have the cat say, uh, how about them Mets? Uh, we drive people into an existential crisis. They uh, fight each other over Cheerios like it's uh, gasoline and an energy shortage. Um, and we sell out. We sell more of these damn O's than we could even, than we can print, uh, so to speak. Um, I like it. Now, what do you say we all get out of here and go hang out at the dog park, throw the Frisbee around? I like huh? this guy, Curtis. I like this guy. You got your dog? Let's do it. Let, let's all hang out at the dog park together. Okay. Yeah. You guys cool with that? Sounds good. Hell yeah. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Is he driving? He's just holding a picture of a car with a woman. <laughs> we'll bring my wife uh, and... Trust me, I can spread my legs further than eight inches. All right, that'll do it for this episode of the Meat Improv. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. That was a blast. Nice to play with yeah. you both. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thank you, Curtis. Thank you, Ruha. Thank you. Um, uh, so we'll uh, we'll end, but before we do, we'll give you the chance to tell our audience where they can find you or anything you want to plug. Uh, let's start with you, Ruha. What would you what would you like to plug? Oh, um, so much. Um, <laughs> I have uh, I've been doing a cooking show weekly on IG Live. Uh, the handle is at it's on with um, Tuesdays at six and. Um, that's you know most of it follow me on instagram it's my full name on tiktok r-u-h-a underscore ha ha um, <laughs> and uh yeah that yeah blocks blocks a short film writing that all for the rest of my life <laughs> <laughs> i know how that goes great. <laughs> uh that's great yeah and Ruha, we will be also at some point performing with uh, the good leads, uh, yes. which is a sort of a, a kind of a mono scene-ish type group that we've been working on. Uh, uh, Curtis. Um, you can listen to my improv podcast, Improv Beat by Beat at curtisrutherford.com slash improv. Uh, that's Rutherford, R-E-T-H-E-R-F-O-R-D. Um, and other than that, yeah, uh, you can Google search me. There's not a lot of Curtis Rutherfords. My writing is on McSweeney's and elsewhere. And follow me on Twitter. I like seeing people on Twitter. <laughs> that's that, it. That's where I feel like I interact with you the most is Twitter. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, <laughs> Curtis, you know. is it a block in our friendship that I'm not a Twitter person? <sighs> <laughs> uh, what about are you, Jake? Are we still friends? Are we? Still- <laughs> uh, I think that's time. I think we have to. <laughs> yeah, if you're not on Twitter together, I mean, what's the point? Uh, <laughs> how else will I send my dick jokes around the world? Um, Jake, what do you got? 
uh, you can, uh, yeah, Googling Jake Jabor is a pretty good way. Uh, but you can go to weimprov.org uh, for workshops and anything that's going on there. Watch live shows at twitch.tv slash weimprov. Uh, that's all I got. Great. I'm at Josh Simpson on everything. Uh, my YouTube channel is where I'm putting most of my videos, along with everyone else, but that's Josh Simpson on YouTube. Um, the meat is on all the social media platforms, and we have our uh, aforementioned potatoes, our side episode where Jake and I talk shop, which you can get at our Patreon, patreon.com slash improv. That's it. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Stay safe out there. Uh, <laughs> the meat! <laughs> the meat! <laughs> improv. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.